Please note, for maximum picture quality, it may be necessary to adjust the tracking control on your VCR. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, or Santa will murder your whole family because he doesn't <laughs> care about your financial problems. Santa Claus is coming to town, oh yeah, Santa Claus is coming to adjust your tracking. Hey! Do, 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 do. <laughs> That's... Hi, we're a podcast where we're on a venture to watch a century of cinema, decade by decade, year by year, I am one host i'm one host host. (laughs) (laughs) and another host liam's had too many eggnogs already i clearly have it's the merry christmas spirit the merry christmas merry christmas start again no (laughs) (laughs) and i'm oliver jones hi ollie how are you i'm good you yeah great (laughs) this is going fine this is all standard so how's your uh, Christmas season going so far? Yeah, I kind of started my Christmas season this weekend, actually. I um, So it's the first kind of holiday films I watched and everything like that. Put it on, wrapped presents. Oh, yeah. We put the decorations up. So what are you doing for what are you doing for Christmas this year? Are you going to your folks or? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I th- yeah, I spoke to my mom yesterday. Actually, I think I think the plan's going to be that I'll just go around there for lunch, like Christmas dinner, right? Um, you know, and we'll share presents, and then I'll drive home. I think that's come, the come and wave outside my door. <laughs> I will. I'll beep and go hello, <laughs> like from a distance. But I think that's the most sensible thing we kind of think of, really. Yeah, because this this year is a bit weird, and I know the the law is like. Hello, you can have everyone around. Like, <laughs> yeah. like every family can come around, but that doesn't feel sensible to me, frankly. Yeah, so. I think uh, it just requires a lot of people to have some common sense, which I don't actually trust many people to have much common sense, to be honest. But it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. Are you? Um, yeah. Uh, normally, we have Caroline's parent, or her mom and her brother, around, and uh, you know, my sister and my brother-in-law, my aunt and my great aunt. And, yeah. you know, my mom, my dad, me, Caroline. So there's usually quite a few of us. And yeah. obviously because you can only have, what's the limit? Is it like three households or something? Yes. I think it's three households, but I don't think it's limited in terms of the number of people. Yeah, but that's the problem. So like my aunt and my great aunt don't live together. So they live separately. Right. My brother-in-law lives in Wales. My mother-in-law lives in Somerset. Um, So yeah, do you know what I mean? Everyone's kind of different places technically different households and that because they live with other people as well and stuff like that so yeah it's probably so so yeah it's just going to be me my mom my sister my brother-in-law and me and caroline that's it this year and then you know hopefully we'll just do a bit of zoomage or whatever with uh yeah 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 the the mother-in-law and that yeah i said to my because my parents normally come up to me for christmas but i said to them like let's just do it next year when we got when the weather's nicer mm. and it's not winter and we've got a vaccine or whatever. Like, you know what you can do? You can have... Do you remember the Dudley Moore Christmas uh, film, Santa Claus, the movie? I do remember. Well, I kind of do. I mainly remember yeah. it because you bring it up every three days. <laughs> and John Lithgow, he creates <laughs> yeah. Christmas 2! Oh, yeah! So, yeah, oh, yeah, you can have Christmas 2. Christmas 2? That's a, that's, a, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I've been I've been wrapping presents. We put Christmas films on and some Christmas music. I'm feeling all kind of Christmassy, which goes well because this is our Christmas special. It is, yeah. Course. And you wanted it to come out after Christmas. And my biggest pet peeve is when Christmas oh, yeah. specials come out after Christmas. I'm like, no, <laughs> it has to be before on the 25th of December to Boxing Day. Allow, but after that, no. It's, you're pushing it. Up. Yeah, boxing. Yeah, to be honest, when it is after that, everyone's like, oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas is done. Yeah, so I think this is going to release on the 20th because I am not going to release this on Christmas Day. Like, there were hordes <laughs> of people waiting to hear us talk about Christmas on Christmas I remember, Day. <laughs> do you remember I made that Christmas superhero film and I spent like, yeah, I was up all night for a week just trying to get it all done. And I was hoping to get it done like several days before Christmas, but I've got it done like bang on Christmas Day <laughs> and upload it on Christmas Day. And surprise, surprise, no one watched it. <laughs> it wasn't on everyone. Gather around, children. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ollie's new superhero films out. <laughs> so, um, are you a fan of Christmas music then? or No. <laughs> okay, I don't Have like you... Christmas music. What's the song you were trying to avoid last year? Was it the Pogues one? No, I don't mind the Pogues one, except I don't... Well, that's another conversation. Oh, the, the <laughs> lyric that shall not be named. I don't mind... Uh, it's uh, it's the way that kind of people enthusiastically go into that line. Oh, I know what you mean. And, they get, and yeah. gives them an, gives excuse them an excuse to, to kind of yell it and kind of stuff. Like It's that, actually, not the line itself. There was a song just, that you tried to avoid. Is it the? Bom, 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 I hate bom, that song. Bom, that's yeah. <laughs> I that really, really hate that song. There's a there's a, quite a few I don't like, but that Czech cavalry song I really don't like. That, that Christmas song. I know, I know everyone adores it, but like, I know the Wham songs this, for this year. Yeah, be the song that everyone's saying. Once you hear that song, you lose the game, or whatever. Yeah, I think that's a new like tradition. I haven't heard it yet. It's the last first, Christmas. Yeah. It was the first song I heard of Christmas. Day, really? So I lost the game straight away. There's a David Bowie one as well, isn't there, that people try and avoid? Or oh, that's the first well, one. Well, it's the one with Bing... Is it Bing Crosby? And and it's uh, Little Drummer's little Little song. Drummer Boy. It little is drummer that. Boy. Yeah, yeah. Ba, 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 bum. He's <laughs> on And you've got this, like, crazy, kooky David Bowie going... <laughs> like with the old man Bing Crosby and his like jumper and you got like and his little cardigan yeah. yeah and his like bright shining blue suit and his orange hair or whatever oh god yeah what a weird song for David Bowie to do like the oxen lamb kept time par up a pum pum I don't mind that song yeah but no I don't mind that song I don't he was just song. like he just liked what he liked and did what he did didn't he yeah. I just find that in Google. I typed Bowie Christmas, which brings up a whole load of weird things. <laughs> <laughs> Have a merry Bowie Christmas. Yeah, it's that that fucking Stop the Cavalry. I hate that song. I know everyone adores it in this country and I can't stand it. I hate the way that so much of our Christmas iconography and like media is focused on World War One. <laughs> and the yeah. army. I really don't like it. I don't I don't kind of associate with it, so it annoys me. For years, I thought it was the singer from Dexy's Midnight Runners, but it's not. It's, it does look like him. Yeah, it yeah. does. That's what I always used to think. But no, it's not him. And it's just too depressing. And I'm, I'm, there's there's a limit for how depressing Christmas stuff is. Wow. Like, we'll I get, get into it today. I know. <laughs> I fucking know. <laughs> this bloody film. <laughs> so, um, speaking of Christmas films, which ones have you been watching then? 
Well, I uh, I kind of accidentally bought, or at least not bought yet, technically, uh, Disney One subscription. Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, Disney Plus. It's not called Disney. It's not called Disney One. <laughs> Disney Plus One. You get Are you it an hour. Preparing yourself for the influx of. No, not really, because that is too much stuff to watch. Can I, can I ask that... you, which shirt, Star Wars or Marvel spin-off, were you given to direct? Because it seems like everyone got one. <laughs> you get a Disney show, you get a Star Wars show, you get a Marvel show. <laughs> I'm doing um, Sunspot, the, the the movie, the Marvel movie. Like, it, hasn't, <laughs> it hasn't got so much attention so far, but it, it'll be a good one. I think I'm I want to do the claymation adventures of Salacious Crumb. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have said Sunspot because Sunspot's already been in a film, hasn't he? He was in New Mutants. Oh, I named, a, named someone who's already been in something. Yeah, <laughs> rookie move. Uh, rookie. Um, oh, God, it's just too much stuff. It's too much stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, and I can't even remember what half of it was now. And all of it was, apart from, I think we made that joke, the only thing that wasn't a something that existed already was that Pixar movie about the red panda I've kind of got a gripe about that though because I think it's it's so it's about young she's a person of colour or do you know what I mean so she's not she's not I just thought she was a little white girl (laughs) I don't think she's white oh is it is it by the person who made Bao Bao yeah oh that's actually made me more excited for it then but my my issue is every time they do a film about a person who's not white they somehow have them as an a person that becomes an animal so throughout the duration of the film <laughs> they're a fucking animal right do you know what i mean like frog princess yeah. and saying they're going yeah we're being you know we're being forward thinking oh let's make them an animal for most of the films. yeah that was people's problem with um uh nigiri wasn't it yeah exactly in, yeah in um in the series that we don't talk about anymore yes <laughs> I don't know. It, yeah, you're right. It's a weird. It is a weird thing people do. It is a weird thing people do. I don't know. It's the only thing I could think yeah. of that looked at all anything that was new. Well, original, yeah. Original. I mean, okay, a little girl turns into a furry. It seems to be the <laughs> seems to be the poster. But I don't know. What about what are you thinking about like um, Rogue Squadron and stuff? That's the biggest announcement, wasn't it? Uh, um... To be fair, my <laughs> my memory of playing Rogue Squadron is me and you about four in the morning, like when we were fourteen, like just play, <laughs> playing it on the N sixty four. My friend I, asked me if it uh, oh is it gonna which which Rogue Squadron is it gonna be based on? Is it gonna be based on the books? And I was like, uh I doubt it. Gonna be based on me playing on the N sixty four. It's just gonna be a video of me playing. I remember when you were like, ah, I got Rogue Squadron for my birthday, so I put it on and started to play it and I deleted your save file. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I'm, I mean, Patty Jenkins is a great director, so yeah, she I'm is, sure yeah. it'd be good, but I really don't care. I mean, no, I don't. <laughs> you know what my least favorite thing about Star Wars is by a long way is the fucking dogfighting and the jets. Yeah. That, that is by far what I don't care about. I know some people must adore it, but you know, people say the saving grace of the prequels are those space battles. I'm like, oh, no, they're God. not. They're fucking boring. <laughs> the, <laughs> the best space battle is the Hoth, is the Hoth one with the AT-ATs and stuff. Which isn't a space speed. battle, is it? Well, so. no, but it's flying ships, isn't it? It John? is flying ships. That is the best one. Yeah. It definitely is the best one. Maybe if it's a, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's good. It's hard to care. It's hard yeah. to care about any of this. Because there's so much of it. 
to Taito Wakiti. He's got something happening. Yeah, he's got one. It. Apparently, he's writing it with the girl who I think wrote 1917. Okay, I didn't like that. Uh, film. <laughs> <laughs> but I like his logo for it. He's, I mean, it looks like one of those like um, 70s Star Wars comics, like with the colors and stuff through his logo and stuff. But like, okay, I don't think no I saw one. That. I think he's just doing, you know, the colorful thor that he's doing like you know probably, mm. you know that kind of like 80s 70s kind of colors i think he's just doing that with star wars is he doing the next thor as well yeah he's doing the new one with the christian love, bale as the gods smash of and, god what's god it called something. i was love gonna put love and monsters but that's the um, <laughs> love and thunder love and thunder i've got yeah. love and monsters to watch i'm interested to watch that apparently it's basically like um zombie land but with just monsters so that sounds fine yeah there's so many prequels. There's like like Beauty and the Beast, and isn't there a Percy Jackson one or something, or a Mighty Ducks one? Turn and Hooch, <laughs> Turn and Hooch. Really? That's what's coming out? Yes. <laughs> there's a bloody Sister Act three with Whoopi. Like, yes, with Whoopi. <laughs> oh, there's just there's it's like so what much. IP have we got? Yeah, what have we just adapted? And yeah, let's just make it into some like make something out of it. And didn't they? And isn't it? They're also um, Hocus Pocus sequel as well, because now that's become like a thing. Yeah, I've, like I've seen that film, and to be honest, it's it's just an, a 90s kids film. Do you know what I mean? It didn't transcend yeah. to me beyond that. It wasn't, you know... It was one of my kids' films I loved. Yeah. I had it on VHS. That's, you know, fine. Yeah, but what didn't know. you have on VHS? That was well, the yeah. question. <laughs> like, that's what I used to look around your house. It was just walls of VHS, and I was like, oh... But also, there's an alien film, not film, TV show. Oh, uh, no, so while or no, not no while. That's the guy from ER. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is no while. <laughs> they hide the wrong one. What it's is the it like? Guy, a, isn't it? Is the wrong one? Is it like a Bill Murray, Ethan Cohen situation? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, get that Noah to do aliens. But apparently, they're they're rebooting Home Alone, but I don't think they announced that. I think they've already announced that at some point, and they can change it that the kids terrorizing the adults this time or something, something bizarre. Well, that's what it was anyway. So anyway, that's a good segue. Home Alone. What Christmas films did you watch? Oh, I watched Home Alone. Which one? Two. Have you don't? Do you like two? <laughs> no, it's the first time I've watched it since being a child. Really? I just, I told you, I got Disney Plus, <laughs> and now, <laughs> and then Disney are pushing Home Alone hard on that service. <laughs> It's not good. Homeland 2 is not good. It's it, in every way. I really don't good. like it. <laughs> no. It's really not not good at all. Um, Kevin is so much more annoying in it. Oh, like, yeah, he, like you understand why he's a bit annoying. He's an eight-year-old in the first one. Yeah, yeah. And full disclosure, for anyone who doesn't know me, Home Alone is probably my most watched film. Ever. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even lying. I love Home Alone. No. It's, <laughs> I think it's a fantastic film. I like. I don't get me wrong. I understand why people don't like it, but for me, it's just like like the first when I saw it at the cinema. I came home and I booby trapped my house to protect my parents, but my parents were still awake. So when they went to bed, I'm not joking. Tonka trucks were flying in their faces. They were standing on pins and all sorts. So it was <laughs> quite a lot of trouble after that. And they say that films aren't impressionable on people. They clearly are to you. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt my parents. <laughs> no, I was trying to protect them, but I forgot that they weren't asleep yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, that's and like number one. two, he's just a kid, is precociously annoying. Yeah, he's just a little shit in the second. And it's one of those things that they do with kids' films, which was absolutely endemic in this time period and got worse when Disney series started existing. That they explain way too much situations where people wouldn't ask questions. Oh, uh, what do you mean, like sister, sister, and all that kind of stuff? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I know. I was thinking of Sweet Life with Zach and Cody was the one in my head. Oh, okay, I don't think I've that's that. so Raven and I Tonya. <laughs> I Tonya is not called I Tonya. I Garly. The only thing I know about Raven Simone is someone, someone on Drag Race did Raven Simone on the Snatch Game. <laughs> and it was just the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. But anyway, I love when you're watching Snatch Game, and I barely know who the people yeah, are. I'm like, like... I guess it's a good impression of the person and name. I don't know, <laughs> like some singer I've never heard of. <laughs> but yeah, Home Alone too. Yeah, he's just like over-explaining booking into a hotel and giving so much excuses about certain things, and it's like they wouldn't ask. And like this, this isn't. You can't and call the, it like, home alone when he's not even fucking in home. <laughs> and Tim Curry isn't a villain in that film. No! And they present him like an apps, like he's the biggest villain in the world. And all he is is a guy who thinks there might be an like, abandoned kid living in his hotel. Yeah, and then they make... Um, is it Harry, Harry, like, almost becoming a murderer? Like, he's now got a gun and he's going to flip in... Yeah, kill a yeah, child. yeah. Though I do like the Sticky Bandits. That's good. To be fair, they're, st- a- they're the most entertaining part of both of those films. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I just like they're now called the Sticky Bandits. <laughs> I just like that. That's a good. That's a good joke. There were like some one. fun traps though, like when Marvel like electrocutes himself, and he like you know it's always fun they're seeing a person become way a more aggressive in this one. Oh yeah, they, like I remember when it came on TV. You know the bit where I don't know if they've cut it on Disney Plus because I've cut loads of shit. I don't know, but. There's a their first attack that Kevin does. He throws bricks at them. <laughs> sure. And these bricks, he's like about three or four bricks full on hit uh, Daniel Stern in the face, and it's brutal. <laughs> and every time it's on TV, they cut all the brick bits out. Because <laughs> you know, I can't remember if it was cut or not. If I'm honest. Yeah, it's it. Oh, that, yeah, I mean, he sets but, fire to ropes. He like. I don't know. Yeah, he sets fire to ropes. Like they pull like bags of cement onto their heads. They get alleged. <laughs> They get electrocuted. They get set on fire. They get like um yeah, it's it's insane. The electrocuting one is the best one when he turns into a, a skeleton. Yeah, it's a proper film. cartoon, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh a lot. But that Matt film is not good. No. There's a bit where he gets his head set on fire and then he tries to put it out in the toilet. And it's got like <laughs> kerosene in it. Why does he, he does like the most dramatic handstand to lower his hat into the toilet? <laughs> no, <it's so> <laughs> and you're like, you're like, dude, take your hat off. Like it's your hat that's on fire. You don't need to. It's not your head. Um, anyway, Home Alone Two, not very good. No. Also, doesn't star Piers Morgan, but it does star Trump. You know, so, like, oh yeah, Donald Trump's in it, isn't he? He does. He's and he's he actually. I, I, I don't know what I was going to say then. It's just like you can barely talk in that. Is kind of what I was thinking. <laughs> like um. What was I going to say about that film? Oh yeah, because there's there's Home Alone three, which is not set mm. at Christmas. It's about a kid who's oh, is that not the Christmas school. heist? No, he's he's ill off school and he's got like a remote control car that's got like an expensive jewel in it or something, and the, the criminals are after that. And his sister's played by Scarlett Johansson. God, then there's is the, that one... the one with um, is that the one with Thingy Bob in it from Third Rock? No, French so then Stewart. the fourth okay. one is Kevin again, but it's a different kid playing Kevin. And yes. his parents are separated, 
and I'm pretty sure I watched this at yours. I'm sure we okay. watched it one day when we were hungover or something. But um, makes sense. <laughs> and <laughs> so Harry's not in it, but Marv's in it, and Marv's now played by French Stewart, and he's got a female partner with him. Yeah. Then there's a fifth one which I've never even. Seen. Home Alone Four is Home Alone. Home Alone Four, Taking Back the House, is something like that. Yeah, and then there's is. a fifth one. Is that the? Ha- I'm sure there's one called the Holiday Heist. That could be it, and they're like straight. Yeah, Home Alone: The Holiday Heist is five. Yeah, they're like TV, uh, like movies. Well, I thought they would have been good as is if they turn them into like actual Looney Tune kind of cartoons. You know, like how Roger Rabbit they made like little short oh, yeah, cartoons. Yeah, 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 they should have yeah, made like thought, little cartoons yeah. of just like a you know Tom and Jerry kind of things of just like Kevin like capturing the the wet bandits or sticky bandits or whatever. I thought that would have worked if they did something like that. There was a Macaulay Corkin cartoon though, but do you remember the Wish Kid? And he had like a baseball glove. Do you know Malcolm McDowell's in the Holiday Heist? <laughs> and do you know who is it directed by? No. You do know this person. We've talked about him on the show. Uh, I don't know. We talked about a lot of directors. <laughs> it's, uh, it's Peter Hewitt who directed Bogus Journey. No. Oh yeah. no, that's really sad. <laughs> It might have been an early for no, it wasn't. It would be after, yeah. but was it like it was 2012? Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Yeah. So the only things he directed after that is um, mostly ghostly. Have you met my ghoul friend? That sounds amazing. <laughs> I'd have to watch. I think I have to watch that film. <laughs> have you uh, any others? <laughs> yeah, I also watched. <laughs> I also watched the Santa Claus trilogy. Oh yes, the, 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 All three the defining Santa Claus trilogy. <laughs> the defining Santa Claus trilogy. Which... Is this the one where he murders Santa Claus? Yes. Then the second one, he has to get a wife. Yes, he has to get married. Yeah. <laughs> the third one, he has a like a. And the third one, they do Back to the Future too. Oh. Because <laughs> they Does go he... back into the first film. Oh, okay. Well, they kind of do, a little bit at the end. The third one's with Martin Short as Jack Frost, and Jack Frost wants to be Santa. Oh, hang on, that sounds familiar. Jack Skeleton wanting to be Santa Claus. Oh, yes. Yes. It's such a weird film. I I mean, I kind of have... I have quite a lot of nostalgia, I reckon, for Santa Claus 1. I just remember having really, really bad CGI... Oh yeah, but I mean it's from '94. Like, so it came out when I was young enough to watch it as a not caring about it. So I've got, a bit, and it was Tim Allen in his inexplicable career. <clears throat> you know, just I don't understand. It's hard to explain why he was so popular, but he was. And uh, then, like, I didn't realize this. I'd never seen the sequels. I'd never watched them. And that Santa Claus's one is weird. He kills Santa. Then he goes through like Cronenberg kind of like body <laughs> like a horror. Body horror. <laughs> yeah. And all the time being like an asshole and like so obsessed with like the commercialization of Christmas. That's the weirdest thing. Like, it's so obsessed with it. Oh, because he's but, like a toy. He doesn't he work for a toy company. And then yes, he gets he's a toy manufacturer. That they're yeah. making war toys and stuff. Or yes, yeah, yeah. But it's all about. It's all about the need for like presents at Christmas. That's really what it's all about. Um, Judge Reinhold's in it as well. Like, and uh, then the second film came out eight years later. It comes out in like twenty twenty two. Yeah, it's quite a delay, isn't it? Twenty twenty two. Twenty two. Two thousand and two. And like, and come the entire cast returns, which is the weird point, including like the kid who's no longer like you know a 
nine-year-old or something. He's like some precocious, like, 18-year-old now, who, like a proper, like, Italian New York kind of accent. <laughs> and you don't like him at all. And it's kind and he has a, that kid has a problem with the principal at school for reasons. And, um, and Tim Allen has to get married before Christmas for reasons. And, like, I don't need a film series to be that obsessed or that kind of make you think about so much about how much Santa has sex is kind of <laughs> like because the third one is when she's pregnant it's all about bringing their family up to the North Pole but pretending it's not the North Pole pretending it's Canada to um to because she's pregnant thing. oh okay um it's weird it's weird <laughs> and like and the first one's all about the kind of how unconventional is a man like kind of Tim Allen to be Santa Claus but by the second or third one he's just absolutely just Santa like he couldn't look more like Santa, like rosy cheeks and everything. It's not like, and he and he loves it so much. He's like just archetypal Santa. He's not even like Tim Allen Santa. He's just like Santa. He's not even doing like the grunts or like manly stuff. He's just Santa. <laughs> it's really weird. Like it's like you're not even Tim Allen Santa anymore. You're just Santa. Oh, the second one does have a Nazi Santa in as well, um, which was weird. <laughs> like they turn a toy into Santa, and the toy becomes like obsessed with rules. And authoritarianism, and he ends up creating like a toy soldier army to take over the New York, to New York, to take over the North Pole. And like the toy Santa's wearing like a full military uniform, like he's a dictator. So the the elves have to overthrow him. So Santa, so do you recommend the Santa Claus trilogy? Kinda, but they're not good. But kinda, <laughs> like, I always kinda like watching Martin Short do stuff in the third film, but it's not good. It's it's not a good film and it's pretty terrible to watch, but it is Martin Short. I still I think Martin Short in that episode of Arrested Development is still one of the funniest things <laughs> yes. I've ever seen, <laughs> yes. ever. <laughs> Me too. Me like, too. I love him. He's got like a handler that just carries him around because obviously he's yeah. like he's a you know he's Launch me. <laughs> like he doesn't want to be in a wheelchair, so he has someone that carries him around all times. <laughs> <laughs> too too much shaking. <laughs> a man will throw up if you shake him too much. <laughs> so good. So he's he, yeah. So he's in it. That's good. Um, yeah, I watched them. I also watched. Uh, and then we, I can ask you a question. <laughs> I also okay. watched um, Happiest Season, which is the new, um, the new kind of Christmas film. It's about the uh, it's like the lesbian rom com Christmas film, right? With um, Kirsten Stewart in it. I like the sentiment of this film, but I watched the trailer and I was just like, oh, it just looks like no, no, I just no. <laughs> There's like loads was, of these kind of Christmassy kind of family films that I don't. It absolutely know. is. It absolutely just it is an absolute just Christmas rom com. Yeah. How you expect it to be, and I don't know. Just had a good time watching it. Frankly, like, I mean, just, I always was... like watching Kirsten Stewart. She's always good. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I think she's amazing. And is Alison um, Brie in it? No. Yeah, she is, yeah. and Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza is really good in it. Yeah, I like Aubrey and, um, Plaza. And and uh, Mary Steenburgen's in it as well. Hey, Steenburgen. So and she's really good in it as well. Um, Mackenzie Davis is one of the weaker, but the weakest part is that Mackenzie Davis doesn't have that much kind of uh, chemistry with Kirsten Stewart, and they're the kind of couple. But also, it's the kind of way it's written is a, is not helpful for that chemistry. Really, because they have to pretend not to be in couple for most of the film. Is she the one from Dark Fate? No, Terminator. Is she Dark Fate. Um, I feel like she's, she's in The Martian, Terminator. and she's in The Martian, and she's in Tully. 
Okay. Oh, she is in Dark Fate. You're right. I just looked it up. Yeah, you're right. I've never seen it. <laughs> not <convinced laughs> no, I didn't watch that either. <laughs> but I, I can understand why people wouldn't like this. But I had a really good time with it. I, I really enjoyed it. You know, it hit oh. all the right right notes. And I like Dan Levy as well. Eugene Levy's son. I like oh, okay, Levy, so. I didn't know some was. So, it's all good. I kind of recommend it actually. It's my favourite kind of Christmas film I've watched this year. It might become a kind of thing that gets stuck in my Christmas film rotations. Like I can see that happening. Just there's some of those films like there's one that I've seen so many times and I flipping hate it. But when I worked at a video shop, it was always on. It's and like every family time, stone, is it? No, it's not that. It's called Deck the Halls and it's horrible. Oh god, okay. And it's got Matthew Broderick and uh, Danny DeVito in it. Oh god, yeah, I know just... that cover. Isn't he tied up in like Christmas lights and yeah. Danny Glover's like not Danny Glover. Basically <laughs> Danny is <laughs> like he, he like basically moves into this like small town and and uh, Matthew Broderick is like Mr. Christmas there. He's the one who has the best lights in his house <laughs> and stuff like that. I've seen this. And um Danny DeVito just wants his house to be seen from the space basically. <laughs> yes, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just really obnoxious and just. It's got the daughter who plays maybe in uh, Arrested Development. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but um, yeah, I just yeah, I hate it. But I've somehow seen it so many times. <laughs> That's the thing with Christmas. You'll put up with some shit just because it's Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, totally. But um, I've rewatched some Christmas films. Yeah, what's what? What have you what have you watching? So I watched um, Christmas Vacation. Course, Which course, I course, love that course. film. And yeah, yeah. Like, I need to watch that. I don't think che- Chevy Chase has never been better on film than in the Fletch, Fletch the first Fletch, and I'd say the yeah. first and third Vacation movies. Like the second one is rubbish, and the, the second one is awful. And yeah. the fourth one is rubbish as well. But one and two are great, and it's like one, one is re- one is quite raunchy and quite rude, whereas the second yeah. one, obviously, it's Christmas. They toned it down a bit to make it a bit more. Um, bit more family, family friendly or whatever yeah but you know it's still good fun and um you actually have uh, um brandy quaid is actually like a actual human being in it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i like um i like a christmas farce yeah I, I enjoy that in a in a film so like and that's got that's got all that kind of with the squirrel in the tree and and things like that like just well yeah like stuff. how the how they go to get their christmas tree and they go to chop yeah, down yeah. this tree like he's like searching for the perfect one they have to chop it down and uh yeah, it's good, and you got Juliet Lewis as the daughter this time because they obviously changed the the, the kids. Because I think I think the family is meant to be based on John Hughes's family. Oh, okay. okay. So like, um, yeah, they're all kind of based like around his. Like, I think that's where it started in National Lampoons in the magazine, and he kind of wrote an article about a family vacation, and that's where the vacation uh. series came from. Um, but who else did I watch? Uh, Home Alone. We watched that while we put the tree up. Normally we watch the Santa Claus the movie, but my DVD was in a box and I couldn't be bothered to get it out. So, <laughs> <laughs> so we watched Home Alone, which is fine because I got that one out of the way. I'll probably watch that one again just because it's Home Alone. I'll have to watch one now. I've watched one is two. so much better. It's it, yeah, it's it, one yeah. of those films that just works really, really well. Um, and then what's the other one I watched? Um. I definitely watched another one. Oh, Gremlins, which I do consider a Christmas film. Oh, it is. Yeah, it's got a Christmas message in it and all sorts. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's just just like diverted a little bit. Well, it's like no, Gremlins is a good one. Yeah, and then I'm thinking I'm going to watch Batman Returns soon. 
Yeah, that's a good Christmas film. Yeah, and then Nightmare Before Christmas, which I know you think is more of a Halloween (laughs) Halloween film. (laughs) I think it's Christmas. It can play either either side. True. (laughs) I think like uh, what have you got like uh, what what out of films we haven't mentioned? What have your other kind of favorite kind of Christmas films? I mean, I think the one for both of us is Elf because I remember when it came out. You just came back from uni and we're both feeling a bit miserable. And we're like, ah, oh, let's go and cheer ourselves up. So I think we went to go and watch Elf. Yeah. And then we we left with more Christmas spirit than we went in with. And then a year later... We were... We were, we were I remember that we were the oldest in the cinema oh, yeah. by a long way. And we were laughing louder than anyone else in that <laughs> cinema. We were we were nuisance. It's when he gets drunk in the um, the news... The, not the news, but in the mail room. <laughs> with, that, with that guy. Um but then the year later, it came out on DVD, and we were shopping, Christmas shopping. I was like, "Liam, Elf is out on DVD, and look, it comes with a clock." And so I bought <laughs> it, and we went back to yours and we watched it. And then I went home, and I was like, "Ah, oh, I left my clock at Liam's." Oh so yeah. So I was like, and then I, but I didn't remember about the clock until you'd gone back to uni, and I was like, "Liam, did I leave my clock at yours?" And you went, "Yeah, it's now my clock." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, okay." I don't know where that is. I hope I find it. <laughs> the elf clock. Oh my god! Yeah, that's a thing. What's what's some of your one other favourites then? Uh, we we talked about the director, but Tokyo Godfathers is one of my Christmas films. I always oh, yeah. watch because it's it's at Christmas and it's got great Christmas kind of spirit to it. I love that film. Um, I'd all I watch. That's one of the things I de- I do definitely watch every Christmas. Is is that? Um, like Elf, yeah. Um, I guess uh, the Holiday, Nancy Myers film. I always watch that. I, know, I, I love that film. That one. It's my kind of. It's you know, as it's same with Happiest Season. I can see Happiest Season and the Holiday being a good right. twofer when you're putting on like just kind of that nice Christmas kind of rom com kind of stuff and just a warm, comfortable hug of a kind of movie, really. And the Holiday, I just I don't know what it is about that film. I just I find it really funny and just really. Really comforting. I tell you what, I do recommend Anna. Anna and the Apocalypse is quite good. Okay, it's like a Christmas okay. musical with zombies. That sounds fantastic. So I get, like the idea of that at all. Get that on. I just looking at this list. I did not know there was a jingle all the way to. With no, the, I didn't know that. With Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> oh Jesus! Wonderful, wonderful. Why do I have a um, thing? It's probably produced by WWE, and it is. <laughs> 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 what wrestlers in it? <laughs> Big what? Show. Big Show's got to be. Um, or Kevin Nash. I don't. Larry Isn't Big K- Show in the first one? Larry, no. Is that what I'm saying? Sinbad. Not Sinbad. Yeah, it's Sinbad. Uh, Larry the Cable. No, no, no. Guy. In the first one, there is a giant Santa and it's played by a wrestler. Oh, is there? Is and that I can't remember which got, wrestler um, it is. Uh, I think it might be Kevin Nash. Because I know the guy. Who's the guy from Blues Brothers? Belushi. Yeah, his brother is in. Yeah. He's in Jingle the Way. There's the Santa Claus. Actually, looking at the pictures of Jingle the Way, I can see the big guy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it is Big Show. I just looked. It is Big Show in Jingle the Way. Kevin Nash plays Super Shredder. That's what I'm getting mixed up Uh, with. I hate the shoe, Super Shredder. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jingle the Way is another one, another film that's incredibly shit, but is like quite watchable. Yes, in it's a very watchable, line. I agree. Yeah. The wrestler is Santino Morella. Come on, Ollie. That's who's in Jingle All the Way too. 
<laughs> How don't you know that? <laughs> I mean, Scrooged is great. Scrooge is wonderful. It is. Um, what's your favourite kind of Christmas Carol retelling? Oh yeah, because I, I mean, think of all the films, it's got to be the film that's been remade so many times. Yeah. So there's obviously the one with like Patrick Stewart. Well, there was the one last year with with Thingy. The TV Guy one. Pierce. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that one. Um, I mean, there's the I mean, Robert the Zemeckis with Jim Carrey. I actually <laughs> didn't mind that one. I thought it was boring. Yeah, well, I think. I don't know. You can't go wrong with the Muppets Christmas Carol. The Muppets is the best. Yeah. Michael Caine is so in tune in that performance. Yeah, because he, he just anchors it. He believes everything. You know, he doesn't. Yeah. It's not played for jokes on his behalf. No. He he does the proper story of it. I love the Muppets one. That's that's one of my favorite Christmas films, if not my favorite actually. I, I mean, more recent ones. You've got the Krampus. Yeah, I've not watched Krampus. There's that something exports as well. The Norwegian oh, film about yeah, yeah, evil Santa. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Krampus good. is good. It's kind of got a Gremlins kind of vibe to it. Mm. Like, but um, there's some real shit ones. Like I remember watching Bad Mom's Christmas. That was terrible. I'm talking a bad Bad Santa is quite popular. Though. I do like Bad Santa. I haven't seen the second I, one though. No, I haven't seen the second I one. Like I've, I haven't seen Bad Santa in years, but I know it, I know a lot of people love it. But I am really. It's not really something I watch a lot. Uh, right. There's the sequel to the Christmas Chronicles came out this year. I never watched Christmas Chronicles last year. Apparently, <laughs> like they've like the, he's like a saint in this one, so they liken it all to more biblical stuff. Okay, get your Christianity <laughs> out of my Christmas movies. I don't want it. Give me commercialism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about um? Did you watch the animation that everyone really recommended? Uh, is it called Klaus? Oh, Klaus from last year. No, but I yeah. know some people who worked on it. They got a oh, lot. Do you? A lot of anime. I've heard nothing but good stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's like the style is incredible, but I just I've heard I've heard a few horror stories from behind the scenes of that. um, Right. But uh, but it does look fantastic. And um, it does. I I keep meaning to watch it. It's been on my kind of you know I can't watch it in July, so I have to watch it when it comes around again. Like so, I'm being mean to watch it this year. And I think um, there's a couple of films that. And not that traditional Christmas films, but I think of them as a little bit. Um, do you know Carol? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I think Carol's a good Christmas film. It's all set at Christmas. It's got a good Christmas message in it and stuff. I I love the film anyway, but I think it's a good one to watch at Christmas. Um, and have you seen Tangerine? Is that the one, the iPhone one? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen. It's a good film, that is. Yeah, it is, and um, that's again another kind of Christmas set. It's all set on Christmas Eve and stuff around I, that time. I prefer so. his follow-up film, but um, I don't think I know his top follow-up. Isn't actually, it the Florida Project. Oh, I haven't watched the Florida Project. It's really good. Yeah, yeah, people do it. Yeah, I should watch that. You should check. That. But yeah, Tangerine's really good, and that, that's a kind of a bit of a different kind of Christmas film. I would say though, like there hasn't been like Elf for me seems like the last Christmas film that's kind of stuck. Do you know what I mean? That yes. Is like, it's the last modern classic Christmas you know, film, isn't it? Before really? that, it's probably Home Alone, maybe. I don't know. Or, but like, yeah. But even at the time, Home Alone was Santa kind Claus of, is there, but... Yeah, I think when even when Home Alone came out, it was kind of panned by critics, but everyone loved Elf. Even when it came out, it was like... Yeah. Straight away, everyone loved it. I think Disney's relationship with Christmas is actually kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, in the fact that, like, they've never really been able to kind of nail that Christmas franchise for them 
and they clearly keep trying. They clearly keep trying to make Christmas films, and all they really do is like, I don't know, stick a Santa Claus hat on Mickey Mouse or something. Like, yeah. There's the because there's the the Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol, which I watched a lot as a kid. Yeah. But um, there's not really that kind of Christmas kind of franchise. The the Santa Claus is close as they get. Um, but now that they own like Home Alone, if you go on Disney Plus, it's everywhere. You know, they're just making sure you know that they own Home Alone, really. I'm honestly surprised they've not tried to redo anything with uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Do you know what I mean? They haven't. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah they, they're constantly releasing all the toys and all the merch and stuff for years and years and years, but they have not done anything else with that property, which you would have thought they would have. Now they would have done something with it. Yeah, maybe they will. I don't know. Maybe the rights are a bit messy on it or something. Maybe. With Tim I mean, Burton. He's sti- but he's Tim Burton he's works still, for them a lot, though. Yeah, he's still in their like pool of directors, though, isn't he? Yeah. Because he's like, yeah, he signed up to do a lot of stuff. I don't know, but like the kind of Disney's messy relationship with Christmas is kind of the product of this film we're talking about this <laughs> week as well, which um, came out in I think it's 1985, was it? Yeah, it did. 1985. And it's a. Uh, yeah, it's uh, One Magic Christmas. From Walt Disney Pictures. One Magic Christmas. Santa Claus, how can one sleigh carry all the toys for all the kids every place? It's a magic sleigh. Very magic. The making of One Magic Christmas is the reliving of a childhood memory of producer Peter O'Brien. I think one of my favorite Christmas memories is when I was about six years old in the country near where we are right now at a farmhouse very much like the one where this film is taking place. I saw Santa Claus, absolutely for certain, for sure, come and fill up my stocking full of toys. And uh, I didn't see him completely because I had to, to uh, pretend I was asleep. Um, but I'll never forget it. It was definitely him. No question about it. One Magic Christmas stars Academy Award winner Mary Steenburgen and Harry Dean Stanton. It's a film that should have an uplifting effect on people and on audiences and enrich their lives in some way, I hope. Good night, Jeannie. Merry Christmas. It's a story filled with faith. Gotta go to the North Pole, Gideon, to see Santa Claus. And fantasy. I'm an angel, a Christmas angel. You believe in magic? This holiday season, share the magic from Walt Disney Pictures. At theaters everywhere. One magic Christmas. So, do I have to apologise for picking this film? Yeah. <laughs> like, I tell you what, I, I was, it was Saturday and I'd wrapped all the presents and stuff like that. And I said to my housemate, like, look, i got to watch a Christmas film for the podcast. Um, do you mind if I put it on? And she, and she went, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I love Christmas films. I'll watch any Christmas film. So, <laughs> so me and my housemate sat down to watch this damn film. And afterwards, like, she was just like, 
right, now I'm fully depressed. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, 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 before I'd seen it, I knew nothing of it. I just, because I think it's a film, if you tell someone the premise of the film, they're like, no, I don't believe you. That's, that's, that's not right. I don't know. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. That's really weird. That No, that's wrong. And so, like, I just heard that this is a batshit crazy Christmas film, so I thought it'd be perfect for us to watch. Yeah. And then I sat down to watch it, and I was thinking, oh, my God. <laughs> what is this film? <laughs> it's so depressing. Like not, like, not even talking about the plot or anything like that. Just the look of it. Yeah. <laughs> the kind of, the how washed out it all is. How, like, I mean, Mary Steenburgen is good, but she is, like, just, like, morose mm-hmm. performance the whole film. Uh, the music is kind of all, like, like distant. There's nothing, like, joyful about anything in the film. Uh, it's bizarre. But Even, yeah, like, but the kind of... The roads are just covered in that dirty grey slush. Like, I was like, going to say, like, one of the thing caveats of a Christmas film, which is, like, I don't want to get into the whole, like, is Die Hard a Christmas film or not, but for me, Christmas film <laughs> should have snow in it. Yeah, and yeah. like this has snow in it, but as you said, it's that dirty, horrible brown slushy snow. Yeah, the the thing that reminds you that you hate snow is what this film is like. It's like, weird because like holiday films have like they f- tend to fit like we're just going through loads. They tend to fit in broad categories, so you kind of have the family that kind of sets out to kind of prove Santa's real. Or, yeah. or really just get that it's normally get the parent to believe in Santa is normally what the kind of story is um, then you have the kind of rom-com Christmas rom-coms and then you have the kind of like um, I don't know the alternate take on Christmas see the horror films or stuff like that that have the kind of Christmas element to it and you don't tend to have this <laughs> like it's just I, like I want to pure. propose to you later on that this actually is a horror film Okay, okay, fine. But we'll get Except to that this. later on. I mean, it's trying to be It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, definitely, yeah. You know, it's definitely trying to get that kind Which of vibe. Which is difficult, because It's a Wonderful Life is not... Yeah, it, It's a Wonderful Life is George like... In, but even in that film, George is quite upbeat up until the, like, the third act, maybe. He's exactly, not, yeah. He's not depressed it, throughout it. He's... I was just going to say, like, Frank Capra just had a bit of magic with that yeah. film, really, and knew that, like, somehow knew the kind of tightrope to walk, I guess. Yeah. Whereas this <laughs> didn't have a tightrope. <laughs> Why don't you well, summarize the film for us? It's really weird because it's like. It's called a magic Christmas, but nothing about it is magical. Yeah, it features everything magical about Christmas. Yes, it's yes, it's absolutely. like I was reading a review and someone called it like a Herzogian nightmare of a Christmas film. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> or a Ken Loach yeah, Christmas I'll go special. For that. There is something Ken Loachian about it. Mm. There is. It's very absolutely ki- is like yeah. I don't want to say kitchen sinky, but like no, no, it's not. Yeah, it's... it's just they didn't they didn't need to throw every bad thing that ever could happen to a family <laughs> in at, the space of two them. seconds. <laughs> yeah, like the film starts out and they they've got money troubles and he's been let go from his job 
and their house is tied up to the to, to the job. Yeah. So they're going to get evicted come January 1st. So she's the only person working at this point. So, like, already that's enough sadness to, for yeah. Christmas film. You know, like, that's already a problem. That they can't afford Christmas is already a problem. And uh, this fucking dad... It's the most annoying character. There's a scene later. There's a scene like earlier on where t- she like she goes, "I went to Toys R Us and I got some presents." So she got some, yeah. like felt tips for the son, and I forgot what she got for the daughter. And she then, got some good. She got like a cooking set. Hey, look! If I was a kid and I got all those that art supplies, I'd be like, "This is awesome!" But <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were fine gifts. But like, they were fine gifts. It's like, like he doesn't understand. No. <laughs> like, because he's like, oh, we'll get them some better presents with our $5,000 savings that we've got. And she's like, that's all the money like, we have oh, in the world and we haven't got a house. Taiwanese shit or whatever. And then he's like, no, we'll just get the finest stuff. Don't worry. <laughs> it's like, I think you're missing the point, really. <laughs> and like, yeah, she goes, we'll just get more stuff. And she's like, these are fine. I will get some little things as well, fines. And then he's like, no, no, these are little things. And it's like, like, mate like <laughs> no effect they're like really young kids as well who won't really realize what <laughs> like. no and her only the only thing she's done wrong is she is annoyed that their kids still believe in santa yeah. because it gives an unrealistic expectation on her to present a perfect christmas to the kids yeah. and that's too much for her to deal with right now when she hates a job and she's not making any money and her husband thinks that he's going to open a bike shop for like no one in town or something like yeah it's such a niche shop for quite a small town <laughs> quite a small place and he's giving away free bikes willy-nilly anyway yeah. like he's not selling anything he's making so like she's just like i, I love you but i need some help to, to make this unless work. he's making these bikes <laughs> faulty like uh in the uh uh the the Santa Claus the movie where all the You're gonna bring- all, and so they so they've got a place to take all their faulty uh, bikes to <laughs> to get fixed. It all comes back to Santa Claus the movie. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah. Should we get and into be- it then? Or I guess so. I'm kind of into it. I guess like <laughs> um. So yeah, the first the first thing we hear is so I'm guessing Santa Claus in this is like an omnipotent like a I can't pronounce it, like a omnipotent you know like he's like a god yeah and he speaks to an angel called Gideon so I'm assuming <laughs> Santa's got angels <laughs> and we I, meet- I wasn't even going to talk about Gideon I forgot about Gideon how can he the Harry Dean Stanton uh, I know so the- is this like he's like a I'm guessing he was a cowboy or something or like a... Yeah, he explains later on in one of the creepiest dialogues oh, no. <laughs> between him and the daughter how he was a cowhand who, d- who died in a river because yeah. he was um, trying to save a drowning kid. It, he's so, like, he, he tries to be sincere and like the way he talks to the children is nice, but what he says is quite horrific <laughs> and disturbing. And the way and the he... The fact like, that he, it's coming from like gin-soaked Harry Dean yeah, Stanton. and like, like he appears like, in their bedroom at night Yes. Like, and we know that he's he's not a bad person, but like, yeah, but like, no one else but does. He doesn't look that like scene one. when they're playing hockey and he just creeps his way up to the kids and starts talking to but them. Anyway, he's in a tree, kind of just sitting there, and like Santa he likes Claus, sitting in trees. Like, Gideon, it's he's... Nicholas, <laughs> like this thick German accent, the the most German Santa that's ever been on film. And he's like, I've got a job for you. There's a there's a woman. She doesn't believe in. 
Christmas and she won't say Merry Christmas. That's the biggest thing. She won't say Merry Christmas to anyone. It's, it's like, a Republican God. nightmare. Right, we'll show her then. <laughs> like, she keeps saying Merry Festival season or something and yeah. they can't be having it. And it's like, right, we'll show her. Yeah. This poor woman has done nothing wrong apart from life shit at the moment. <laughs> and then, you know, you've kind of already discussed, we find it, you know, we, we kind of find out about her a bit then and her family and... Um, you know, he's feeding, I want to point out oh. that he likes he sits in trees all the time because he explains later on that angels like being on top of trees. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't have much dialogue in the film, but no. he doesn't. He's also like he's so it's Harry Dean Stanton, right? Um, it's a this character is hard enough as it is to make him seem non-threatening, yeah, and like lovely. But they cast Harry Dean Stanton, which, bless him, he's doing all he can to look non-threatening and lovely. He's smiling and doing everything right. But it's still Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah. <laughs> and they then they dress him in this, like, thick overcoat and that, that broad hat and... That doesn't help him. It's he like, just looks more like a kind of criminal. He's like, you know the sea, you know the character in Home Alone, the shovel slinger guy? Yes. He's like yeah, yeah, yeah. that, like he, that he's the kind of guy that kids would be scared of on the street. Yeah, he's that menacing, <laughs> totally he is. He, he, and like, he's kind of visage and like silhouette as he walks down roads and stuff like that. Proper like, like they make horror movies with that kind of shadow, you know? It's well, such a weird choice. He kind of, later on, allows a young child to get murdered and then kind of using his magic powers <laughs> like unmurders her no reason. this is the bit where she runs across the road he does it again later on oh yeah 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 she runs across the road and almost get hit by a car and Gideon saves her you don't actually ever see him save her it's just like the lights go on and off don't yeah. they so anyway um, oh that's because she's writing a, San- a letter that's really important she's writing a letter to Santa yeah so- and her so first of all, like we we find out where she works. She works in a supermarket, and um, she's yeah. got a boss who's a bit of a dickhead. Uh, I think at some point we meet like a there's a a disgruntled like a oh god like a customer who's like upset that she's put like um, she put through a bag of uh, crisps through twice. It's Doritos, isn't it? Yeah, like, but he's, the way he uh, says it, Doritas yeah. or something. Doritas. He's <laughs> yeah, going Dorita chip. <laughs> and then, like he gets really irate and upset with her, and uh, you know he comes back to play later on in the film. Yeah, he does. And, um, then we meet another lady who I think lives at the road from her, and she's got the daughter. I think the blonde daughter. Yeah, yeah. Show who the like daughter is. Mother. It's no. um, ah, shit. who's the the girl who did the documentary stories we tell. Oh, Sarah Polly. Sarah Polly is the young girl. That wow. is the friend of the main girl. Oh, wow. I yeah, it's her first actor. It's the only thing I could find out about this film. There's like literally nothing you can find <laughs> no, out. No about. one has ever written about this film or like anything. <laughs> There's nothing about it. <laughs> I don't know how people will find this. It might be on Disney Plus. I don't know. It is. That's where I watched it. Fair enough. It's, okay. That's I watched it on Disney Plus. So there you go, Disney. Um. <laughs> Is it like hidden in like the corner? Like, is it all dusty in the corner? You have to like surprisingly kind of... not. It wasn't too hard to find, as you say. Disney haven't not got a lot of Christmas stuff. Well, like the, the, the Christmas after the, the Christmas film they released the year after this is quite dour as well, and it's called cool. yeah, it is. It called? It's like uh, yeah, it's Christmas Story or something. No, is it Christmas Story or Christmas Jeweled or something, something like, like that. that? But anyway. Um, yeah, we're introduced to her husband who's like fixing bikes. He's like he hasn't got a job. 
yeah, he wa- you know he wants to he wants to open up his own bike shop but to do so he needs five thousand dollars which is all they have in savings yeah he's got a best friend and you know who plays his best friend oh i did recognize him actually but i can't remember it's casey jones it's elias cotiers oh uh, is it yeah. i did recognize him i was gonna look it up but i didn't um that's his first film it was what was his it first film role yeah yeah um and I think his wife works at the grocery store with, yeah, with uh, Mary I think so. Um Yeah, we're also introduced to her, their kids, and like their kids are like watching some other kids playing hockey in the, in the street at one point. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, it's like, like in a blizzard, so they can't properly see. And then Gideon starts walking through, and he clears the, <laughs> the blizzard just around where they're playing. Oh yeah, and oh then, yeah, he does do that. Like, because they're like dickhead kids, they throw the hit the hockey puck in right in front of the main uh, Mary Steenburgen's kids, and then like, yeah, Gideon magics it away and then smashes a window. He magics into someone's window for no reason. <laughs> you could have just magicked it down the street more if he's like, he has no control over his magic. He doesn't know what he's doing. Oh, the one thing, Sarah Polly's mom also I forgot to mention. She's got like um like vouchers because obviously she's like quite hard up as well so it seems like yeah. everybody in the street is having a real shit time and it's like a lot of depression is they do make it on. very clear that that she's having a shittest time yeah like that there is a single mom on the street and she's having a terrible christmas yeah. they do make that very clear um and there's a scene later on where um mary steenburgen gets like one like just moment of happiness and I think she's like singing to the Supremes or something like that in the bathtub. Uh, yeah. Or she's having a shower or something. Yes. And um, yeah. all of a sudden like there's a knock on the door and it's interrupted by like one of the kids who needs a toilet and then as yeah. she does it she like knocks like the flannel into the into the plug. Into the plug. And then yeah. a, sh- a stream of kids keep coming in to like use the toilet and eventually the bath yeah. <laughs> the bath like floods. So she gets the kids to clean up the bathroom. And then as he's cleaning the bathroom, he smashes the window. <laughs> How brittle is that? <laughs> that a little kid can uh, smash through it. Oh, God, yeah. Isn't there a pit with a snow globe here? Well, yeah, so we also find out that the husband, like, he's happy to spend their own money on the town's Christmas tree. Oh, God, yeah. Um, yeah, and then they go to visit, not the granddad, the great-granddad. Yeah, that was a weird weird plot point because yeah. they don't introduce his parents it's just always the great grandpa yeah which i thought was really odd i like this guy though no he was good arthur like hill him. yeah he was good like yeah but I he his accent so he gives a snow globe to the daughter i believe yeah yeah, yeah 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 and it's of santa's house or workshop or grotto, grotto or whatever, yeah. yeah and it basically just looks like a cabin with like a little red yeah thing behind it or whatever and then I guess that's later on. Gideon appears in a room and breaks the snow globe. Doesn't well, no. He? First of all, like she first meets Gideon, where she she writes this letter to Santa Claus, and she just wants her mom to what to post it. I don't think we actually read her letter. We just know that she just wants her mom to be happy at Christmas or something like that. Yeah. So she breaks out of the house to post it, and she meets Gideon. And, uh, you know, he's saying that there's a magic that only, like, angels and children can, can like, deliver or something like that to help her mom believe in Christmas again or something like that. 
Yeah. That you need to make your mum believe in Christmas, otherwise, like, yeah, so, it's gonna, bad things are going to happen. Yeah, because she puts the she puts the letter in the letterbox, but he like magics it out. Yeah, and says you're not allowed. To, you have to make your mum post this. Yeah. That's like that's your chore. That's your task. You have to make your mum post it. Yeah. So, yeah, they get worried. They find out, you know, she's outside. But uh, like we said earlier on, she actually gets run over by a car at this point. Mm. But then all of a sudden, he magics her back again. And then yep. the mom comes out and say, like, takes her back in the house. And kind of look. Does he actually? Does she see Gideon then? No, it's later on. There's a scene later on where she, the husband, storms out of the house to have like a little walk. I can't remember yeah, what so they had like a little argument about something. I think it may have been yeah, Christmas they have presents. A, they have an argument about something very specific, isn't it? Like, yeah. but and, it's um, it's basically Jack is responsible for like everything, every situation being bad. Like he's and. He's so confident in like the fact that bike shop's going to work. He's ignorant of every problem yeah. that's going on, basically. <laughs> like, and he's like up to his eyeballs in like Christmas spirit. He loves Christmas so much, and you can't understand why anyone wouldn't like just donate all their time to it at any point. Like, but so so um oh they I know what the argument's about. She has to work on Christmas Eve, and he's like, "How dare you yeah, work on Christmas yeah. Eve?" Like, <laughs> it's like, "Well, I'm supporting this fucking family. <laughs> yeah, I want the job." <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so yeah, they go out. He storms outside, and um, he's just walking around the block. And she she joins him for the walk, and she's like, "I don't know if she's trying to cheer him up, but she starts singing to him." And he's like, "You know, if this is your idea of cheering me up, then I'd rather just like walk alone or whatever." Yeah, he goes for another walk around. All the lights yeah. flicker. So, well, she goes to post her um, Christmas cards, I'm assuming. Mm. And then she meets Gideon. And, like, he's just like, it's like the middle of the night. He's like, oh, so you were posting some Christmas letters. (laughs) (laughs) And then doesn't introduce himself, but then obviously says her name. and, And then all of a sudden around her, all the lights go off. Yeah. Which I think... If I'm correct, there's no Christmas lights on at all for uh, in this sec from now on until later on. You're right. Film. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So this is kind of meant to be like a parallel universe now. I'm guessing kind of thing. But I'll let you uh, (laughs) tell tell the audience what happens now. Well, the next day she's on her way to work and she meets Dorito Chip Man at the gas station, and um, he's trying to sell his car. Or like various junk he's got in his car for some money. Um, she ignores him and this goes on his way, goes on her way to work. Uh, then oh, we Jack, find we find out Jack's going to go to the to the bank. well. Jack's just bought like a giant Christmas tree, tree as yeah. well, and then so he's on his way home after buying this Christmas tree. He decides to stop at the bank to withdraw all the cash <laughs> to go buy some Christmas presents. Oh, I thought it was for his bike shop. I don't know what it was. It, I think it's go Christmas shopping. Honestly, okay. I think he's, I think he's planning to go shopping. So at that point, his daughter, her, their daughter, runs into like mom's shop, and tells her like, uh, tells her like like her dad's at the bank, yeah, and he's, it. and he's gonna get all the money out. And so she's like, oh fucking Jack, like like I can't I can't just let him waste all our money. So she runs out of work. At that point. She gets fired for leaving work, <laughs> um, which is fantastic. So she gets fired because she she needs to stop her stupid husband spending all the money. She runs over to the bank to try and 
stop him pulling out the money. As she gets there, the Dorito guy has held up the bank with um with a gun, and he's demanding all the the bank put all the money in the in like the bag that he's got and stuff like that. Jack, for some reason, decides to get in the middle of this. Um, he's tempting to kind of say, "Look, it's all fine. Just you know, it's it's Christmas. Just say Happy Christmas and give the money back or something." Like, <laughs> um, instead, Dorito guy shoots and kills Jack right there and then. Mary Steenburgen runs over and just pronounces him dead, doesn't she? She's just like, yeah, he's, he's dead. dead. <laughs> like, um, he's already gone or something. The Dorito guy runs out the bank at that point and jumps into. Well, he, Jack's car. Well, he goes to get his own car out. Why he doesn't get his own car, I don't know. No. Jack's his car. His kid's Jack, still in that car as well. Jack's like, no, he's dropped his kid off at the bus stop. Do you remember? He says he's left his kid. So I oh, okay. imagine his son throughout this whole like alternative universe is just, sitting, <laughs> just at sitting at the bus stop. The bus stop. <laughs> but like, Jack's like parks his car like in the middle of the road. Like, does yeah, he just shit. parks it in front of the bank. Yeah, and leaves like, his like car keys parks in it. the kit in the car. Yeah. And importantly, both of the kids are in the car still. So the Dorito guy runs out the bank, jumps in the nearest car that he can find, which is Jack's car, and then speeds off. Uh, Mary Steenburgen realizes that this the guy, the guy just killed her husband, has now robbed her kids. So she then she joins his, a police chase. Yeah, but she uses <laughs> his car. She uses the killer's car. Oh, does she? Yeah. yeah, she hops in the killer cars to chase after him. Yeah, okay. And obviously at some point, does that car cut out? Then? Yeah, because he's running out of fuel. Yeah, so at some point that cuts out, and she gets into the police car because she starts running after it at some point, just on foot. But yeah. I think the police turn up, and um, as the police are chasing him across this frozen river, he slides on the bridge, and the and the car just tumbles into the frozen river below <laughs> with the children, <laughs> with the children in it. So, um, yeah. So she goes home <laughs> having lost her husband and both of her children. And her kids. And her job. And so she got fired and her, and her family got wiped out in one afternoon. She didn't like to say Merry Christmas. Yeah, all because she's having a shit year. So, like, like if, she, if she had posted her child's letter, none of this would have happened. None of this would have happened. No, no. <laughs> So Santa would not is have this punished Gideon's her. Plan or is this Santa Claus's plan? No, this is Santa. But Gideon has Gideon makes it quite clear a number of times that he hasn't really got that much magic. Right. Okay. So he's basically Santa's warned Gideon that he's going to make this woman's life a misery because she doesn't like Christmas enough. <laughs> so, and he's there to try and stop that happening, basically. Um, so he he doesn't manage to stop it happening. It all fucking happens, though, almost immediately. Gideon appears with the two kids who are alive, and they explain that he whisks them out the well, water. Well, you you see them, you see later on in the daytime, Gideon like with the two kids, but it's not yeah. until the evening when it's pitch black at night where the granddad or great granddad's like, they found the kids, they're still alive. Yeah, on the, the yeah, side it's of the not. Highway. It is later in the day, but it's not too long after in the film. Right. Really, it's kind oh, of in the film. It's only like what two, three minutes later. Yeah, but it's. They're but not she's wet had, at she's, all. She's had a whole scene <laughs> though, in the bathtub where she's crying her eyes out. Yeah. And, stuff like that. and there's literally no reason to kill the kids no. in that plot. <laughs> there's 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 no reason to kill the dad, but there's no reason to kill the kids. That was like I couldn't. My mouth just dropped open. <laughs> I was, I was just, just like, like, what the fuck? 
What <laughs> the hell? Like, suddenly he gets shot by the bank. Like, suddenly he gets killed. And she absolutely, she doesn't go like, we can save him, Russian Tospel. She's just like, oh, he's dead. My husband's dead. Like, it's the weirdest thing. So, at that point, the kids arrive home saying like, don't worry, the angel saved us from the river. We're all fine. But this and is a so, pla- then- so he's already so the little girl has spoken to Gideon earlier, and he said, "Look, whatever happens tomorrow, don't worry, it'll all be okay, or something like that." That's quite yeah, foreboding, a- anyway. <laughs> like, you know, like- guess- yeah, because yeah, we missed because that's the point when he smashes the um the the snow globe and then puts it back together yeah. again. And so she's like. If anything goes wrong, Gideon can fix it. Gideon's an angel. He's got magic. He can fix anything that goes wrong. Um, but he's got a plan with the daughter, hasn't he, to meet her at the Christmas tree? Yeah. Something like that. No, she. he just tells her that he'll. that's where he hangs out. Right, okay. <laughs> so he, so she she ever knows and needs to find him. A bit like X-Files, putting the X on the window. If you just need <laughs> Gideon, you go down to the Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, this would have made a good X-Files episode, actually. <laughs> Um, Mulder and Scully after Santa Claus. (laughs) He should be. Santa's a psychopath. So he Gideon explains that no, I can't save people from the from dying. Who do you think I am? Uh, The only person that can do that is Santa. Santa can do that. So Gideon then takes. Sorry, there's one scene we totally missed where she sits down with the the children to explain that the dad is dead. But she says one. The, the, the child says, "Is it the boy or the girl?" He says, "Oh, where is he at the hospital?" Mm. And then one of them goes, "But Dad's never died before." She says something where you're like, hey, "He's not coming back from this one." Yeah, or something like, <laughs> "Oh God." So anyway, yes, Gideon takes. Little Abby to go see Santa in the so, North Pole. Are, are they meant to be inside the snow globe or what? Because the the house looks exactly the same as the one in the snow globe. I think it's just a magic snow globe. Like the, the one in the Santa Claus is the same, isn't it? Like it's yeah. just a magic way to get to the North Pole or something. Right. Uh, this is a horror world. This is of, like a, a, a uh, like almost like a Terry Gilliam esque. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's like um totally like a. Like a kind of labyrinth, kind of weird world or something. Well, he's like, like kind of Santa Claus has got dementia or something. He's like very Santa. He's very odd. No one's ever had bigger eyebrows than <laughs> Santa. I don't understand. But the house is just like a like an old person's house, pretty much. But he's got yeah. like, he's and he's got this. The, the colours of him is so muted. Yeah, you know, like it's all like this muted kind of dirty, like. Like overcoat that he wears, it looks very warm, but it's still like it needs a wash or something. And and Santa's really, he's really old and really German. His his beard's really raggedy and he's balding. He doesn't look like he doesn't look warm or welcoming yes, yes. or anything. He doesn't <laughs> like nothing against this old man, but it's just it's in the context of this film, it just got more terrifying going to see Santa. Um. And um, it gets worse because Santa explains that in the after in 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 this film, it's not elves that make you know. <laughs> make pre- make gifts. It's the souls of the deceased people throughout time. So is this like their gifts. internal hell that they have to serve servitude? Yeah, is Santa it like a purgatory them? that they have to make so many toys and then they can go to heaven or something? 
Because, yeah, the little girl's, that's Mr. So-and-so. He's yeah dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't, it, the, the dialogue's really weird there, isn't it? It, yeah. it goes like, oh, that's Mr. He disappeared from school. And Santa's like, yes, he died. <laughs> like, <what's> like... <laughs> there's no way, there's no way that the, the dad wasn't here and they cut it from the film. Oh, do you reckon he was there like, because they have a whole section about the bicycle workshops in the in the in when they're walking through well, Santa's workshop. To be fair, like he maybe that was his plan to have him murdered all along, so that so, uh, get a so he could get a guy that is good with bikes. Because there's like guys making bikes, and one of them I think is an Nazi. I'm not sure. I was sure. going to say the same. The one with the black <laughs> suit on, the black. Yes. 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 He looks like he's in the SS or something. I think there's an SS officer doing time in Santa's workshop, please. I'm just going to say that. It's so weird. It's so weird. The one thing I did like about this workshop, though, it was quite like a labyrinthian kind of thing of him. Kind of, mm. it felt quite big, even though it was probably a small set. They made it feel quite big because I don't think Isn't the budget of this film that... was that big, to be honest. No, but what no. I did like was they were making fairly modernish toys. Whereas if you watch like the Dudley Moore one, which came out the same year, they're making these kind of like chintzy, woodeny kind of. Christmas I was going to say whereas that. Whereas on it's this, the same... they're making like proper toys and stuff. I was going to, yeah, like, uh, there's a thing with Christmas films that they're all stuck making, like, Victorian wooden toys. And I find that's, I find that so weird. Well, that's that what I like updated in Elf. It looks like they kind of license the toys out from the toy companies and then they make their own versions of the same toys. Yeah. Because they're, like, making extra sketches and stuff like that, aren't they? And... That's it. He buy, she buys him an extra sketch in this. That's, that's it, his, yeah. That's his yeah. Gift. That's a good gift. It's yeah. a fine gift. Um, yeah, this is just fucking weird. It's, it's, there's no way the dad shouldn't... The dad was here. I know he was here. I don't know why he wasn't on screen, but I know he was here. Um, so Santa explains to Abby that I can't... I don't just do miracles. That's not how this works. This is a barter system. So you have to do something <laughs> for me yeah. for me to bring your dad back to life. Uh, so, so you have to take this letter I ha- I got from your mom when she was your age and give it to your mom and it will remind her that Christmas is great and she'll <laughs> and she'll say happy Christmas <laughs> like and if you do that your dad will be saved which is okay yeah sure okay but that's exactly what Abby does isn't it she she goes home that's kind of all that happens now. She goes home, gives her mom the letter. Well, right? she falls asleep, and then the mom reads. She, you know, she goes, "Oh, the letter's in my coat. Santa gave me a present. It's in my coat to give to you, or whatever." She takes out the letter, and it's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she's like, "Right." Uh, oh, she goes outside then, doesn't she? Yeah, a heart grows. Yeah, <laughs> three sizes. <laughs> <laughs> She oh she finds Gideon first yeah because yeah because she's oh yeah that's right yeah and they have a chat and she says thank you to him she goes and she she thanks him but he hasn't done anything <laughs> and then we totally forgot to mention that she actually mails the daughter's letter and that's what kind of reverses all the actions that have taken place in the last thirty minutes of the film. All the lights turn back on and the dad's walking down the road. Yeah, That's so it right, goes back it? to that moment. Yeah. So we... And what... 
yeah, it goes. So it's it's not. It goes back in time, doesn't it? It's like a time loop, yeah. is what I mean. Yeah, like a bit of a Groundhog Day kind of thing. It kind of loops back around. And well, that's the dad what he's just doing as well. He's just looping around the block, isn't he? Just looping around the block like Superman. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and just. So, yeah, so she then, I think, writes a check to her husband then. Yeah, she just decides Christmas is wonderful and they go to, like,. Yeah, she gives her all the money to to open his bike shop, doesn't she? Yeah, she they, um, uh, she she goes to work and she says like I'm not I'm not coming to work on Christmas Eve and he's like right then I won't see you again until Thursday <laughs> or something that. like that like and then she gets, she I love how like he just just goes into work and goes no I don't want it it's Christmas and he's like yeah it is Christmas yeah okay. you know, <laughs> this guy who's been an asshole from the beginning yeah. is now suddenly all right and then. She goes to the gas station and, um, yeah, she, she the, buys she buys Mister Dorito Chips's gas stove. Yeah, for fifty dollars or something. <laughs> for fifty dollars, so he won't go and rob the rob bank. the bank. Yeah, and then they go and watch the tree getting turned on. Yeah, I think. Uh, which I was still kind of expecting bad stuff to happen at this point. Okay, I was like, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna turn the tree on. It's gonna explode and like. All the kids be set on fire or something like, or, or like, because fucking Gideon was still there in the background, haunting the place. Yeah, because he's like, even though Harry Dean Stanton doesn't have much dialogue, he's in like most of the scenes. Like, he's in most of the scenes. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff. And then he just like, looks like he looks like he just stinks of whiskey. <laughs> like <laughs> Harry Dean Stanton probably did. Yeah, and like cigars and whiskey. That's like, and that just he just looks like that, and it's so bizarre. Like, and it's so bizarre to see him as an angel. This is like, it's like you know when they tried to do like hip angel films in the nineties, like Michael an and, stuff and stuff like that. Like that. Yeah, yeah, it's like he's like, who are you, Mister? A friend. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> um, A friend. Oh God! And but what's the last shot? Shot she, of the film. She meets on? Santa. She sees Santa Claus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it ends, and they say Merry Christmas to each other. And it's all nice, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> but she's going to spend the rest of her well, life terrified this is to what, not be happy on Christmas. Yeah, that's, she, this, this is what I was going to say. I think this is a horror film. So a fantasy film is normally a character, you know, you have that archetypal uh, hero's growth where they learn something by the end and become a better person. Yes. Whereas a horror film, the character is normally like traumatised by what they've witnessed throughout that whole what they've witnessed yes. dealt with. So she's going to have... She now knows what it feels like to have lost her kids and her husband yep. and will forever have that on her and know, and knows that they could be gone at any time. So yep. she now the, lives in fear of that the whole time. She's got to, right? She's yeah. got to just live in fear about what this could possibly mean. Like... And what I don't understand, like, what she did wrong. Like, it's not like it's a wonderful life when it's kind of like see how good you actually have it it's it but it kind of is that i guess that is i guess that's what the message is but all she was is having a tough time she didn't kind of like she wasn't evil to anyone was it because she painted the kitchen yellow and that's a horrible <laughs> color is that like, like, how awkward was that scene where the guy was like yeah. sh- like he burst in to show the new people around the house and they're, and they're like, like just oh it's a it. god awful color in this kitchen and then the, the guy who owns the house was like i don't think it was yellow when 
when you moved in and she's like no i painted it this color i like it she goes i like yellow and i was like it looks fine yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i've never seen a film that kind of embraces all the aspects of christmas all the joy and stuff but is miserable as fuck like, yeah totally totally it's almost I, like i feel like they went into making this film with good intentions but just missed the mm. mark on everything yeah, there's nothing particularly bad about the film. No, it's well like acting. the writing's it's, it's not... kind of good. Yeah, the acting's f- great. Like the direction's good. You know, there's just it's well shot. It's not you know it's not poorly shot or anything it's like just that. It's really uh, misjudged, I think. I don't know. Really misjudged. All the pieces come together so weirdly. I kind of like it for that though because it's such so yeah, yeah. weird. But I couldn't be like. Let's watch One Magic <laughs> Christmas again. No, like... I would say to people, you've got to watch this film because it's bonkers you gotta see it to believe it yeah. yeah it's weirdly it's so i tell you christmas films have a sense of like underlying joy to them as well mm. even if when they're depressing and this doesn't even really have that at any point it's a very morose slow dark kind of film it's very slowly paced yeah. even with the action it's not stuff. a long like, film it's like what 80 minutes no something like that. 80 minutes yeah 90 maybe um but even that it's not got any tempo to it and even when it's happy at the end it doesn't really feel that happy it feels more like a kind of like i don't know like a morale tale rather than any kind of joy at the end of it it's a it's a weird film (laughs) it's a weird weird film (laughs) like and just the idea that santa just kills people to make sure that you're gonna say happy Christmas. I know it's it's bonkers, like legit bonkers. <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for delivering that to us. But what what did you rate it? Like, what was? I think it's hard to rate. I it's can't like a two it. and a half or a three. Like again, like I said, yeah. I didn't think it was. It's not a badly made film, and it's well written, but it's just it just misses the mark at every single time. But yeah. I think that's what's brilliant about it as well. It's just like sure, sure. Like it's just I don't know. It's bizarre. It's a bloody bizarre film. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. <laughs> I know you got to say Merry Christmas. That's the one. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, and write to Santa, otherwise he'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, what are we talking about next week then? Uh, next week we're back to our 50 series and we're doing Rafifi. With, I think, with, uh, Paul, Paul joining Nagel. us. I think we mentioned yeah, it, it be. on the last one, but, you know, it's always... Yeah, because we, we, I forgot there's a Christmas special in between them. I could have edited you out saying that, but I thought, fuck it, I can't be bothered. No, <laughs> but leave it. you like to make me look like an idiot, that's why I'll, like, with your editing. <clears throat> Let's see if I can do this without sounding angry. <laughs> <laughs> right. But- so thanks very much for listening and uh, don't forget to please rate, review and sus- subscribe and whatever you listen to us on. I'm going to do that again. I'll, f- I'll sound drunk. <laughs> I'll do this with the same enthusiasm as this film. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do it as Harry Dean Stanton. Please hey. rate, review and subscribe. to. Uh, Can you keep a secret? <laughs> yeah. we're, on, uh, we're on Twitter, but not many people know. So... <laughs> Anyway, well, I'm I'm an angel, a Christmas angel. Anyway, uh, so yeah, thanks very much for listening. Um, Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to us on, be that Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music, uh, 
uh, what else is there? YouTube, all those kinds of things. Uh, it, we'd greatly appreciate it. And yeah, please reach out to us or follow us on Twitter. We are at Adjust Your Tracking. That's with a YR, not a your. And yeah, don't forget, if the picture's bad, ho, 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 always adjust your tracking. Merry Christmas! <laughs> One and all! <laughs>I was going to say, like, it's a little bit like if Christmas Carol, if, like, it was Bob Cratchit who had to go for all the ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, uh, uh, do you know what? That's probably what it was. <laughs> Maybe. Well, that's-